0: Get some perspective, Bruce St. James and Pamela Hughes. KTAR News on 92.3 FM. And joining us right now in the studio, he is the president of High Ground Consultants, Chuck Coughlin, to react to. But well, there's a lot going on in the world of <laughs> politics right now. It's like, you want to flip a coin? Where do you want to start? Hey, by the way, we're voting on uh, the impeachment of, of a president day for only the third time in our nation's history. Who, who even thinks about That's think about
1: the fifth that? biggest story, right?
0: Yeah, you know exactly.
2: I mean? where, is that happening today? Where
0: does that even fit? Where's that
2: fit in the Twitter feed? Yeah. Chuck,
1: I want to get your, your thoughts, though, on last night's State of the Union speech. Nobody's talking about what was said. All right. Well, people no. are talking about what was done or what wasn't done. Yes. The president did not saw, did not shake Speaker Pelosi's hand and Speaker Pelosi tore up the president's speech. Yes. It- uh, who's who's childish in this? Everyone. Thank I
2: mean, you. it's like it's like this is not a lesson we want to. If any of us have we have kids, go. Oh yeah, let's teach our kids to behave this way. Ouch. Let's go in and they get a timeout if they acted like exactly. You yeah. put them in the corner and and you'd say, Hey, we did this together. I mean, there's so many management lessons you lead. There's so many like faith based lessons you lead, you have in life that that are polit- They they're not currently translating into our current political mm. system, and we, they
1: haven't for a while. They.
2: Haven't we, we're we're going through a period in American life where there isn't there isn't a role model we want to point to uh, at that level that is saying God that's good behavior
0: right, right wrong or indifferent I wonder if anybody remembers anything that Trump said last night as opposed to the visuals do you remember oh. the snub or the rip do you remember the uh, the the servicemen coming home. Do you oh, remember? Yeah. You, you yeah. remember the visuals? Rush you remember getting the, the getting the presidential, presidential mental the, freedom? The, you know the,
2: the the young girl getting her scholarship. Right. But does I mean, anybody it remember reality what he said? TV? It was absolutely reality. No, show. I mean I, I it was mean, halftime of an I, NFL if I game. I put music behind it. I'd put trumpets behind him, and every time the camera went to the to the crowd, I'd put soft violin music. <laughs>
1: you know, and, and I get all of this, guys, and you you have nailed it. The, the president is not a businessman. He is a showman, and. That was evident last night in the State of the Union. And I agree with you, Marketing Chuck. Again, genius. Again, we've got Chuck Coughlin, president of High Ground Consultants and a Republican strategist in with us right now. Um, but... While we would not accept this behavior from our children, no. and as I said in the you know in the last hour, if you are an administrator at any high school and you were responsible for student government and you had two high schoolers behave like this, somebody's getting detention <laughs> because you know this is not uh, okay. No. but the, this isn't this isn't high school. This isn't your the home. Leader
2: of the free world. These
1: are the these are the people that are you know are responsible for our government and like you said, the leader of the free world. I'm like, are you concerned as to what it looks like, what what this country looks like come November? Because Pelosi's taken off the gloves. Democrats are taking off the gloves. You're seeing that they're no longer playing nice here.
2: I wrote a blog at the end of the year, going, America should prepare itself for this onslaught. Yeah. And I I compared that to the the, the Sermon on the Mount. Okay, these very two different places. Said so as we go through 2020, we should reflect on well, these words and that's the, humility, kindness.
0: I, mean, I wish you we're loads not going to see that. No, you're not going to see. We're not going to see that because we just, know that. The, the, I mean, the, we do know that. The speech yesterday is is a Rorschach test in and of itself. Yeah. That what did you see? Did you see Trump you snub to. the handshake or did you see Pelosi rip it up and and then you infer all this other stuff into it what? and people have already divided themselves into these camps and they were in those camps before the speech. Right. I don't know it's, if anybody was swayed by what they saw last night. No,
2: it's it's the idol it's everybody's got their little idol that that they're worshipping to and that's what that is and as long as the economy is rolling underneath this president which it is. It is. I mean, I I, I I had to, I you know I had the opportunity to work for a governor Brewer when maybe the economy wasn't going so great. Right. it was very very hard, a tough time, and very tough times. Mm-hmm. He, this president and uh, our country has been blessed, and I know politicians love to say, "Oh, that's all because of me." Of course, well, they we do. all know that. You know, remember Bill Clinton's line, "It's the economy, stupid." When he when he beat mm-hmm. first Bush, right? I mean, it's it, when it, it goes up, uh, you take credit. When, up. when it I goes mean, down, the other guys, the American, fault. American, yeah. we, we focus on what we're interested in, sure, I mean. and so they're feeding that. And, and the president's narrative last night out of the park best speech of, that he's ever given, in my opinion. Uh, he didn't talk about impeachment. I lost a bet last night on oh, that. I was like, I, I thought for sure he couldn't. But you said he had had to. I get back
0: to the point where I don't think anybody remembers anything he said. But, but he, so that's the best speech
2: he ever gave. Well, <laughs> it's the best speech he ever gave. Visually, because <laughs> one that ta- they can't remember. Well, anything but he, he, he said. talked about the state of the economy and he made America feel good. It's you know we started with this with this whole thing about you know the the Make America Great Again. <laughs> now we're going to hear from now until November about the American come. Backstory—that's okay. going to be the talking point.
1: Yeah, but I think another thing that the the people listening right now are interested in and care about, because, like you said, Chuck. Again, we've got Chuck Coughlin here, Republican strategist with, with uh, President of High Ground Consultant. People are selfish. Yep. How does this impact mm. me? What does this mean to me? Mean. How how can this benefit me? And and I got to tell you. I don't really remember anything that the president said last night no. except for this. Here's what he said and I take exception to it.
2: I have also made an ironclad pledge to American families, we will always protect patients with pre-existing conditions. <laughs> How are you
1: laughing? Uh no you're not. No you're Talk, not. Why are you Actually laughing? he's su-
2: he's suing yes. in federal court right now yes. to take that away. He's right. lying.
1: I mean, like, Literally When, when you talk, hold oh, but on a he's second. got
2: another proposal
1: when, when you <laughs> talk about the, the nuance of the economy. Right. right? Everybody, right. every president takes credit for yeah, it. Right. And if it goes in the tank, it's not my responsibility. The other guy did it. We can have nuanced conversations about that. And that is the Rorschach test. Right. You know, like, what do you see here? That's a bold faced lie. Right. And, and I think that that is something <laughs> that again, folks, he's a Republican but, strategist. Bold faced uh, lie that people need to understand.
2: But I went through I went through the New York Times feed today on the fact check on it. Right. Oh, okay. Most of it was they called that out as a absolute falsehood, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But most of it was needs perspective. <laughs> needs you know there was there was yeah. some absolute truth and some absolute a lot false, of gray. Which you, hey, it's but That's way absolutely. Well, it's this guy too. It's the it's you know it's it, this is he's a marketing guy. He's not a policy guy. So it, it needs perspective. There were some things on both sides of that equation, and quite frankly, there's things that the Democrats say at the same time. Sure, I mean, but the they're on the. I speech. thought did a great job, but she's arguing on the margins that most Americans haven't experienced the economic comeback at the margins of society. Well, more so than any other time in the country, we are. that That's demonstrably Needs perspective true. perspective or whatever.
1: Needs perspective. I want to get your perspective on something else that Needs happened, because as you bring Democrats in, into this mix, um, I do agree with you that both Speaker Pelosi and President Trump were childish last night, and they should have gone to the respective corners and yeah. gotten a timeout. But there was an adult in the room, and that adult is from Arizona. Arizona, Arizona Senator Kirsten Cinema. when they talked about the economy and when the president talked about opportunity zones, she stood up in her blue dress and she clapped. My question to you, does that help or hurt her in Arizona?
2: I think it helps her. I think she ran her campaign uh, for Senate as not being really a Democrat, not being really a Republican. I'm an Arizona. She was wearing purple last night. I thought it was purple, not blue. blue. Yeah, okay. Yeah, purple, yeah. blue. Is this one of those and, dress things? Yeah. Is the dress a gold or is the dress part. Uh, okay. but she she is narrating and she stood up when they uh, plotted uh, uh, low, low unemployment. Uh, uh, right. Low unemployment. She, uh, two legislative, the criminal justice stuff and um, uh, the other uh, tax the, the, reform the, 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 measure that Tim Scott is doing uh, in the opportunity zone. Yeah, which she, um, which, which she was a bipartisan measure. And she measure. stood up on vocational training and vocational education. You know, and the camera caught her. I mean, she, they they went to they her. Were it's kind
1: of hard it. to miss her in that trust well, sure is And a, yeah.
2: that's intentional too because Agreed. the rest of the Democratic was wearing the white white. white 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 suffragette. It was a white. I was like, is that a surrender flag? I mean, Ouch. I like, OK, so it, you
1: would say it benefits her here in Arizona. She's not running for election anytime soon. You know who is, though? Martha McSally. Does Kirsten Cinema behaving like that help or hurt Senator McSally in her reelection? Ooh. Well,
2: I'll tell you the person who I was most cons- uh, that I, if I was concerned last night about in Arizona would be Mark Kelly. Because what I got a message out of that campaign was, he's going to be out here, people. Tr- Trump is. Trump's going to be out here. And he's going to be talking about this economic message, and he's going to be talking about team sport. Hey, I got a gal on my team here. Yep. We've got, we know what these teams look like. That team looks like Team Pelosi and the, and the socialist. I mean, God, he had Juan Guaido from Venezuela there last night and he had all this, you know, nar- socialist narrative yeah. going on. And he goes, do you want that or do you want, you know, and so we're going to see him. We're going to see a lot of him. We saw him talk about the Tuskegee Airmen and his son who was from Arizona we had the Mueller family that was there last night we're going to see more of that I mean he's going to be out here people and that that's going to if you're uh, Kelly's been running this sort of you know 100,000 foot view campaign and yeah. staying above the fray which, good for him well, is he going to be able to maintain that as the as the burners get heated up in this election?
0: I think it's interesting though, and, and, and let's continue that discussion, taking a look at the Senate race here uh and the the challenges that both sides have and the yeah. impact that Trump will have because there is an argument that <laughs> McSally's campaign said, they said one of the reasons they lost against Cinema was being too close to Trump. Why does that change in 2020? We'll talk with Chuck Coughlin, the president of High Ground Consultants, about that. Bruce St. James and Pamela Hughes. He's Chuck Coughlin, the president of High Ground Consultants, in here, a Republican strategist, worked with and for many. High politicians around the around the, the state knows how this game works, and it is a game, panel.
1: Yeah, you know what? We're going to see the game play out in in full technicolor and pixelated here in Arizona with the Senate race that's coming up. Chuck, you talked about how we would expect the president to be making several trips out to Arizona in this upcoming election season. But let's switch gears a bit and and talk about what happened or. Didn't happen in Iowa. It looks right now like Mayor Pete uh, has a, a slight lead over, you know, Bernie Sanders. And there's an app for that? No, there isn't. I mean, it was just a mess.
2: Oh my gosh, it was like if a, you know, it, it's that old high school philosophy question. You know, if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there to hear it, did it
0: did it make any noise? Well, did I, it
2: really even fall?
0: My point is that if- Iowa didn't happen. Right. If, and you're like, oh, where's the bump? Where, there's no bump here. Yeah. If Mayor Pete actually won, and and again, there's still some votes to be counted. He's currently ahead of Bernie Sanders by a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if Mayor Pete won, he's the big loser because he actually would have no won, won Iowa right. and he didn't get the headline, uh, you know, in the newspaper. Which type tells
2: thing. you that this where the Bloomberg, we're talking about this, you know, where the Bloomberg strategy of really launching it on Super Tuesday may prove valuable here because they may conclude by the time they get into there. Because, you know, I assume Bernie will win New Hampshire. I assume the president or uh, Vice President Biden will win uh, South Carolina. But all of this will be muddy. It'll all be really, really muddy. And the party itself is going to have to ask the question, to get to 1,900 delegates, you you could keep going after Super Tuesday all the way till April. This would be a, like you know, Russian front slog for the Democratic <laughs> ticket, Russian. where it's just, you know, where the German dun, army just dun, gets exhausted, exhausts dun, itself dun, dun, on the field of battle. Dun, and then, they you know, they get there and they get turned back got it. because there's no distinct, clear narrative coming out of this.
1: There is no distinct narrative. And when we talk about Buttigieg taking, uh, it looks like right now, Iowa, I was surprised. Yeah. I thought he'd be competitive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think he'd take the lead. What are you making from that?
2: Um, that, that we were talking about the narrative earlier that we, that we thought was good for Kirsten. He's the closest candidate to me that is mirroring that imaging. Oh, he he has the
0: sense of independence. And um,
2: not... the sense of a little higher that it's not just about politics. It's about us. It's not about being Democrat about being Republican. Mm. It's a, a higher narrative. He's got a uh, you know he can speak five languages. Military he, background. He knows the book the old the the Bible better than anybody. Yeah. Uh, uh, on the ticket, he can speak to people about you know the notion that there is no one righteous. No, there are no righteous. So we 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 don't we don't. Win Win by vilifying
0: people. I think or, he's also he might be the only one that's not a millionaire. And, and I mean, he, I'm yeah. not exaggerating. I, I mean, all
1: things that you know, I'm, I'm attracted to, and yeah. I think in a candidate. I could see that in a general election. How the heck does he get through a Democratic uh, primary with it's that? It's
2: a long, long slog, man. And and at the end, it's no. There's no clear. You know, there, are you going to wait to the convention to have like this unifying moment where everybody comes together? I mean, I, while 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 Trump is running around the country having these rallies talking about how gr-
1: the American comeback story and these people aren't for us. You know, what? we've got so much politics that is happening this week. We could have you on for an hour, but I know that we okay. only have like two more <laughs> minutes. So I do want to get your thoughts on what's happening here today. And yes, folks, it's like falling back to like the B segment of, of any news story. And that is the president is going to be acquitted in the Senate. Today. That way. is what we are expecting. What I find interesting, Chuck, again, we've got Chuck Coughlin, president of High Ground Consult and a Republican strategist in with us right now is that Gallup came out with a Mm -hmm. poll and the president's approval rating is about 49%. It's Pretty high for him, and, you know. Probably high water, yeah. yeah, Well, but I mean, it's, uh, we're getting to a high water right, mark right, right. for him at this point in time, and this is in the wake of an impeachment, an impeachment trial. It didn't hurt him. Yes, it didn't hurt him. So, what can you deduce from that moving forward in this this year in an election cycle? I think the
2: narrative you're going to hear, and I, I'm suspecting that there will be Democrats today that aren't going to vote to impeach as well. Is that
1: one from Arizona?
2: Um, I don't think so.
1: You think uh, she votes uh, to
2: acquit, I, uh, no, or not? No, not I, to acquit, I, she votes to convict at least on one count. She's yeah, we We're, talk. We're talking, obviously, about Kirsten Sinema. She yeah. may split her vote. But like Joe Manchin from West Virginia, yeah, there'll Jacob. be people. Because I think the narrative that at least is one out here, and again, this goes back to that there's no one righteous, is that he, he did – this was a boneheaded move to talk to the uh, Ukrainians about intervening in our elections. It was a dumb move. It, it was a misuse of authority. But it's not an impeachable offense. But see, I can argue that is a consistent.
0: I would argue that is a consistent, principled stance. And I think you'll hear that a lot today. Mitch McConnell said they didn't prove anything. Yeah, I know. That is an unprincipled stance. (laughs) If you say they didn't prove anything, but I refuse to listen to anybody else that can prove it. You can
2: listen to Fox News. You're going to hear a lot of that. Yeah. And you're listening to It's one or the other. You're going to hear the other. It's one or the other. Right. So you're going to have to make up your own mind. Chuck
1: Coughlin, thanks for helping tell us what's on your mind. President of High Ground, consultant, Republican strategist. A lot to talk about politically.
2: Great theater. Thank you for the time. No
1: kidding
0: does america even need department stores anymore you may not have a choice in it they may be going away in general the latest we hear and how it might start fundamentally changing again how some of the malls look around here we're talking about it next on arizona's news station ktar news on 92.3 fm get some perspective bruce st james and pamela hughes it is not a news story that malls and shopping and retail is changing. It is a bit of a news story that Macy's, one of the one of the big dogs out there, says, they're making some pretty big changes. Macy's will close a fifth of its stores, 125 of its least productive outlets. No word how many jobs will go away there. Macy's also closing corporate offices in Cincinnati and San Francisco, leaving New York as its HQ. That will also cut 2,000 corporate jobs. Macy's employs about 130,000 people. Opening Thursday in Dallas, Macy's will
2: test a smaller store format located at a strip center instead of a mall.
1: I'm not going to pick just precisely on Macy's here. Let's just go to like the department store in general. okay? broad terms here, Bruce. Uh When was the last time you were in a department store?
0: I, I actually have walked into them, but only when I'm bored. Like if so I go somewhere, they're and not like,
1: a destination site. No,
0: no. I'm not like, oh, I need to go to the department store and get blank.
1: Super producer, Stevie Z over there. Uh, when was the last time you went to a department store?
0: Um, probably been a few months at least. Yeah. yeah.
1: How about this? Christmas okay. shopping? Maybe. Maybe on Christmas. Maybe I was in a too. mall on
0: Christmas and I wandered
1: through. And outside of Christmas, when was the last time you were at a mall? Yeah, I don't see. That's the problem, and, and I'm proving the point here. I grew up at a time where every Friday night or Saturday night, you went and you hung out at the mall. Like the the thing that I asked my mom to do, all can we go to the mall? Can we go shopping? Can we Let's go, go to, to the mall? mall? And I enjoyed. Walking into this store, looking around, walking out, walking into this store, looking around. I enjoyed that. My grandmother raised us window shopping. Window you just shopping. went and looked, you right? Went and looked. It Absolutely. was it was an event that doesn't happen anymore. Times have changed, and I think that like the idea of people needing department stores the way that they're defined right now is changing as well.
0: Well, Macy's, as you heard, going to close 20-some-odd uh, percent. We don't know if uh, or which Valley-based stores will close, but you got to imagine some of them. And Macy's says their strategy is to get out of the malls and go to, like, the smaller strip malls. Uh, here's why I visualize. There is a Macy's at Paradise Valley Mall. Okay. Right across the street, you know, around Paradise Valley Mall, there's all these little shopping centers. So Macy's is saying, in effect, and I'm not specifically, we don't want to be inside the Paradise Valley Mall. We want to be next to the Michaels or the Best Buy. We want to have, you know, we want to move into one of those big box stores. It's a smaller store. It's in a strip mall. It's not in a regular mall. And I they think th- that's a strategy for winning.
1: And I don't know if it is. Because I don't think the strategy is location. I know that that's important in real estate. I think the strategy is, what are you offering? Why do I go to a department store now? You know, the, the the challenge that I've had is when I have genuinely needed something. Okay. And I've gone to a department store. I can't find it. They don't have what I want. Don't you I know have what I end size, up doing? The size, the color. I go on. And the thing, too, is like, so you want me to spend an hour going through all the racks? No, that's not happening. I don't have the time to do that. When I can go on Amazon... And find my size, find my style, have it delivered to me in two days. And if it doesn't work out, I return it and I get a different one. I, and I know I, I'm not alone in that. When, when Macy says among the key points is making that they're making or that shoppers still go to the malls. Yeah, I may have gone twi- twice last year. And that a department store chain can off offer customers something unique that they can't buy on Amazon. Really? What's okay,
0: that? Okay, but, but okay, so I'm not – listen – I'm not currently uh, uh, paid to help Macy's figure this out. Any department store. I will acknowledge this. Sometimes I don't know what I don't know. And I will walk through a store, department or otherwise, sometimes just to find out the things that I didn't know I needed to have. Wow. I have never seen that before, and I want it. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to buy it. A lot of times, I'm one of those people, I'll look it up on Amazon and find out if it's any cheaper. Do you know what I mean? But I I so I will wander around the store sometimes just because I don't even know. And I don't I don't do that on Amazon. I go to Amazon to get something
1: specific. See, this is where you and I are different. I do not have the time to go into any store and just wander around and looky look. What do they have here? Do I need that? No. And chances are if I do want it, they don't have my size anyway. I mean, I'm a little cynical to this. Even Target, for goodness sakes. There have been times where my daughter has needed like knee-high socks or something that they're gonna tie-dye or whatever. I've need something quite specific. And there was one instance back in like October, I needed three specific things. Right. I couldn't get any of them. Right. They didn't have any of them. So what did I do? I went to Amazon. I feel retailers are teaching me how to treat them. You don't mm. You don't have a big stock because people aren't shopping in your store. It becomes a self-fulfilling problem. But when I go to shop in your store and you don't have the stock, I then go to shopping but online. that's my point,
0: where I say, I, I know what I want, or I see that, and then I will order it exactly what I want and have it delivered to my house.
1: Ex- and that's the thing. Mm. And, and I think also... As, uh, Fashion is changing, and the way that people purchase clothes, at least women, young women, is changing. The idea that you're going to buy that classic hemmed tailored black pair of pants and you're gonna drop a bill on it right you you know to get oh, yeah. a nice clean you know tailored look and, and you're gonna invest the you know hundred dollars in this pair of black yeah. pants it doesn't happen anymore no people go to forever 21 they go to Hm they do this like fast fashion they buy what they want right now they drop 25 thirty dollars on it knowing it's only going to last a couple of washes in the washing and dryer and then they go and they buy something else because well, they're looking for trends they're not looking for classic pieces they don't they don't
0: need, that, that we've looked at things we're more disposable yes. as a society and that we no longer expect that thing you bought
1: to last for 20 years. And you know what? For me, when it comes to dresses, for instance, you know, if we're emceeing an event or if I have to go somewhere, I used to go and buy the dress. I mean, think of even back to high school with homecoming or prom or you have, you know, whatever the, uh, you know, uh, 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 some sort of event at a fraternity or sorority and you need a nice dress. You would go to a place like Macy's or a department store to purchase it it's like an event. Nowadays, people rent the runway. They go online. They get a couple of dresses sent to them. They send them back. I didn't. Know that's the a thing. Yeah, because uh, am I going to really wear this dress again? Yeah. And, you know, in in high school, you might have. I think we have that for guys. Sure, you do. We do. And it's and Can I rent now in, in like an Instagram age. Again, you know, I can't be photographed in the same thing twice. So you wear it once. Oops. You 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 spend some money on it, the rental, but nowhere near what you would have to buy it. And then next time you need one, you get another one. Hmm.
0: It's There's changed. no doubt that it's changing, and the way we shop is changing, and Macy's is trying to um, adapt to that, if you will, but will they adapt? I mean, they're literally hope, trying to yeah. convince investors that Americans still need and want department stores. Uh, here's something I will admit. I still, although I am finding instances, I still assume things are cheaper online. They aren't necessarily. Oh, No. They aren't necessary but I I I I have that in my mind. Well, it's got to be cheaper on Amazon. Not necessarily. You can find deals out there for sure. There are deals to be had.
1: Hey, you know what? Your Phoenix area Subaru retailers and KTAR news want to send you on an Arizona adventure. Yep, text the word adventure to 411923 and you could be entered to win one of four Arizona adventures and this is including like a hiking tour of the Grand Canyon. Subaru. Go where love takes you.
0: Hakuna matata! It means no worries. I don't know if you knew that. I learned that from the Lion King. But we're gonna tell you about a uh, about a school. It's gotten in Dutch, if you will, with Disney and the Lion King. We'll tell you how they managed to do that. It's coming up next on Arizona's news station. <laughs> Arizona's news station, KTAR News on 92.3 FM. Get some perspective, Bruce St. James and Pamela Hughes. So Emerson Elementary School is in Berkeley, California, the People's Republic of Berkeley. Huh. Okay, and they have a uh, uh, like a, a fundraiser. For the elementary school, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, anybody who has a a kid in elementary school—some people do bake bake, sales, sell chocolate bars, maybe magazine
0: subscriptions. Will they decide to get all the little maggots together with their parents and watch the Lion King?
1: Yeah, you know, one of the dads went down to the local Best Buy, bought the movie, right? He owned it and came back to the school, and they uh, they watched it. Yeah. And, and it was one of these kind of fundraising events for the PTA. Again, everybody listening to you as a kid in elementary school knows exactly what I'm talking about. Here's the problem, though. Yeah. Disney went after the school. They did. Disney went after the school because they were not licensed to show the movie.
0: Well, it wasn't just that they showed it, that they raised money, money off, of, off it. of it. Because you buy a DVD, you can show it in your house, you can invite your friends over. But if you charge your friends 20 bucks at the door to come to your Lion King party, you're technically breaking the law. You can't make money off their movie without a license. So Disney basically wants 250 bucks from the PTA.
1: School raised 800 at the event. Okay. Okay. So they they the uh they raise 800 bucks. Disney says, hey, you know what? You need to cough over a $250 movie screening fee. And now, you know, they're, they're kind of scrambling to make that happen. A couple questions here. I'm ready. One, how does Disney know? Somebody knocked Who out knarked? the school. Who narked? Somebody somebody knocked out the school. Snitches get
0: stitches right?
1: at the PTA. That's the only reason why they Disney would not knows know. They would have a no right? idea. And the school is saying, "Well, we didn't know. We find this appalling that this incredibly wealthy corporation is coming after us, the little schools, as we're trying to raise money for teachers and scholarships and manage school programs." Yeah, you know what? Um, what is it? Ignorance is no excuse of the law, kind of thing. Like th- this Although, is this. I mean, no. You you come at this from from music music a lot of times, Bruce. Yeah. Where an artist created a song, yeah, and. It's their you, art. You don't just get to have it. Like, yes, you get to listen to it on the radio. But let me tell you, every radio station pays a fee. They pay to play it on the radio. To play those songs. If you are on... You paid to purchase it. All of those things. Yeah, you don't just get You don't get it, it for free. And that's similar to okay. what I think happened with The Lion King. It might not be a popular opinion, but well, it is.
0: And, and here's the only thing that maybe, you know, Disney missed out on. It, it is a elementary school pta you know let's put it in context and from a pr standpoint would they have been better off handling this with a sternly worded email hey don't do that again guys you know you need to have a license to do this as opposed to making this mean disney versus the emerson elementary pta
1: you know, you have a point, and maybe that would have been the better way to go about doing it. What I don't know is how many sternly worded emails has Disney sent over the years. Is it kind of getting to the point where they're like, you know what, this is becoming abusive, <laughs> in the sense that people are taking advantage of it, and we need to stop it. This wasn't this wasn't the old uh, Lion King no, that this was you the and bra- I the,
0: the live action. This one, was right? the, this was the latest the one. one,
1: yeah, last year, and and. Does that factor into what I don't know? Mm. But this whole idea of like, well, they're a wealthy corporation no, and we're just it. this little school, I'm like, you but, broke the rules. But there are there's
0: a time and a place. And and, and the thing it reminded me of is there was a, a little boy uh who was killed, by the way, four years old, five years old, Liked to dress up as Superman a lot. And on his memorial, they put the Superman logo. Okay. You know the 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 on chest? His uh, yeah uh, it was a memorial they did yes okay. A memorial for the for the child. And DC Comics sent a cease and desist letter to the family oh, you, no. saying you you did not no. you did not license the Superman logo for use <gasps> on the headstone. What do they want him to do? They wanted him to take it off. <gasps> now again time and place it's interesting because the letter you got to imagine that came from legal on the eighth floor, was followed up almost immediately by an apology (laughs) from DC Comics and we're sorry this ever happened. Please don't change a thing like they at least realize this isn't a good look.
1: Yeah, but let's not put the two in the same category. I get the point that you're making Uh, a a child that, that died and is is a kid and you put this on their, their Use the Superman logo without permission. That's one thing versus raising eight hundred dollars for a PTA. There's, there's great.
0: They're 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 yeah. I still think Disney could have dealt with this better as opposed to demanding two hundred and fifty dollars from the PTA, which they will come up with, I'm sure. Now the reality is they'll probably raise more money because of the notoriety of this. How your brain
1: works is fascinating sometimes.
0: Oh, they're out there right now asking people to donate so that they can uh, pay the fine. They'll get a lot more than 250 bucks.
1: So, so this, this is going to work to the benefit? Yeah. yeah. Isn't life funny? Take
0: it and spin it, right? Is there a new frontrunner in the Democratic race? Well, if you believe the results we have so far out of Iowa, the answer to that is yes. And most of us don't know him or can pronounce his name. We'll be talking about that next on Arizona's News Station.